Welcome back, everyone. You are listening to the CJJC Show. Embrace the controversy. Stay for the biased takes. The guys are back and found new ways to do the takeaways on Week 5 NFL Recap. But then, Colby wants to set some attention to some young upstart quarterbacks, while Jalen has to fight off quarterback trade rumors. It's a classic episode, so sit back and enjoy the show. All right, Jalen, it is a lovely Tuesday evening here. Uh, chills in the air around uh, the country, at least here. Yeah, it's cold. Got week five to recap. And Jalen, let me just say, Kenny Pickett against the Baltimore Ravens is like LeVar Ball. Never lost. Never <laughs> lost to the Baltimore Ravens for as bad as Kenny Pickett has uh, played most of the time this season. <laughs> That is a great way to start, man. Wow. Uh, I'm over here, man. I'm just going to go ahead and get into it. I'm over here, and I'm just thinking to myself, how can the Vikings go again? Can the Vikings go in a, one game, just one, without giving away a turnover? Like a, a crucial, like a, just an atrocious one. I mean, not one that's first play of scrimmage like it was this week, or uh, right at the one-yard line, and they run it all the way back like the week before. Or another one on the first drive as well against Philly. So it's uh yeah we're we're just we're just humbled I guess you can say over here. But it is definitely chilly across the country. It's cold over here. Had a nice day, but it's still chilly. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, okay. Before we get to our takeaways, let me just play off that to start. Um, just because we've had this little game going. So Justin Jefferson, also the other bad news. We'll start with this. Don't want to be to bum you out, but just to put you on the spot. It's unfortunately going to be on IR. He's not going to miss the whole year, but like he's going to miss three, four weeks. We're one and four. Are you all? Are we already in? Uh, thinking about Caleb Williams and uh, Drake May time. Just about. We're almost there, man. We're almost there. Yeah, this is Sorry, a bro. <laughs> big blow. Yeah, that was a big blow. I mean, hey, I, I can spin it right back to you though. Um, you were at Justin Jefferson on your fantasy team. Yeah, no, I was you were about it. You were in talks for trades. I'm probably week. gonna have to. Uh, yeah, I'm probably gonna have to dress up like the Easter Bunny. It's certainly on the board, especially if the Lions keep not giving Jameer Gibbs the ball. Uh, but yeah, one day, not great. Hey, but yeah, I was about to say. But back to my Vikings, man, and me. Just like you said, Colby, it's not great. Um, do I think about quarterbacks? I'm getting there. I'm definitely getting there and everything. College, though, took a hit for me this weekend as my Texas Longhorns lost the Red River rivalry. So a big blow to the college college uh, viewing ship for me, at least. Yeah, that was a heartbreaker. I was pulling for Texas just because I wanted them to really be back. But, you know, Oklahoma just – they're always so good. Um so, yeah, I don't think – it's probably a long shot to get Caleb, right? Um, probably a long shot. Like, you're going to have to really bad to get Caleb. Hold on now. There's some bad – got one win. There, dude. 
I only got one win, Colby. So hold on now. Well, there's one Let's season. Let's see what happens Kirk Cousins. Already beat. At this point, I'm still sticking with my guy, Kirk Cousins. But uh, if a team gets needy and they offer us pretty good stuff, I won't be uh, won't be hesitant to be like, hey, Kirk, I think uh, I think it's time time to go. So we'll see. You know, we'll see what's on the table here in the next couple of weeks before oh, the trade deadline. This is Kirk. It's definitely looking like, though, I will be if come. We'll see you come trade deadline. It is already starting to look like that. How about that? I think we're going to get our answer in like two, three weeks. <laughs> All right. I'm going to cheer you up since I was mean with that start of segment. I'll just say. And I, I'm not gonna sit here and tell you I've watched a ton of college football, but it is does look like a pretty sweet draft for quarterbacks. Like I said, Caleb probably a long shot. Drake May obviously sick. Um, Penix on the Vikings, Michael Penix Jr. I don't know if you've watched him at Washington, would be sick. Yes. That dude is a dog. Um, already wearing purple. Uh, yeah, already wears purple. It'd be so perfect. So that would be that. That is very reason realistic. I think that's more likely because I just think they're not going to be right at the bottom, even if they are very bad, um, unless they do trade Kirk, in which case they just won't have a quarterback for the last couple games and they probably might lose all of them. But it's not just any quarterback, but we'll be okay. He can come in and give us at least one win. <laughs> okay. well, we'll see about that. But uh, Penix, uh, obviously Shadour would be sick, but I don't think he's coming out. I think he's probably going to play one more year in college. That's I wouldn't good. want him. Pass. I think he's probably. I want to see one more year. See, I want to see one more year. I feel like he's going to come back anyways for one more year. Yeah. So that's probably not out there. Bo Nix, I'm not as crazy about, but that also mm. could just be my personal bias from having watched him like three years ago at Auburn when he's completely different and him being in college for so long. But I, I wouldn't yeah. quite as good about Bo Nix. Um, yours is interesting. Um, Penix would be my pick of the non- Obviously, if you don't get Williams or May. Probably. Uh, same here, Colby. Same here. Like I said, we have dove in 2D, but I I do. I am aware of some guys already. It's certainly better than the uh, Kenny Pickett Malik Willis draft. I'll tell you that much. Hey, Kenny, he won a big game. I'm not disrespecting Kenny. I mean, Kenny was obviously, the, well, technically Brock Purdy's the best of the bunch, but that's like a whole separate situation. It's out of other guys that had to go to teams that have don't have the 49ers um pick it's definitely the best it's just not a very high bar it's not it's definitely not well yeah i was about to say if you're not including the 49ers yeah the bar is not that high it's, there's only yeah well we'll get to them later but anyways vikings i think ultimately in the long term this will be for the best yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We got we got a couple of games, Colby. We still got a couple of games. We got to see what happens. All right. All right, you ready? Not to get takeaways? Yes, sir, I am. All right. I'll let you start us off. Great. Well, since we've been talking about my Vikings, I wanted to talk about how about both our divisions here, Colby. Oh, okay. The North is Detroit ugly. And I'm talking about both AFC North and NFC North as both te- both divisions as we were really hyped up about. Uh, they are they're having a bunch of question marks around them. And the only reason why I say it's Detroit ugly is because everybody playing like Detroit in the past. And Detroit is the one that's looking so pretty because they're the ones that aren't playing up to their old reputation. They get these are the new Lions. That's why I say oh. Detroit ugly. So. Um. That is my first takeaway. Just because uh, it's been a, it was a rough weekend for the AFC North, 
And NFC North. Well, not say. all of them. everyone in the AFC North. Cleveland had a bye, so that's better than they usually do. Um, not actually. They're actually pretty good this year. But um, I like it. I only disagree with – but so my first take was also going to be the AFC North one, um, which was just going to be the AFC North is who we thought they were because it's just going to be – everyone's in it. All four teams could easily still win it. It's going to be a slop fest. That part of it I agree with. I think you're disrespecting Detroit, bro. Come on. Look at you guys. Look at, I mean, I have been Jordan Love guy, but my God, I've never felt worse than I do this morning, obviously. There we go. Yeah. And look, and then the Bears. So, like, my takeaway is just, dude, no one's beating Detroit. They're going to smoke everyone this year. No one is close to Detroit in y'all's division. It's not close. Exactly. They're going to run away with so it's not going to That's be why it's Detroit's division. That's why I say the North is Detroit ugly. Oh, well then yeah, but I just thought like it's not it's very different than the AFC North. Everyone could win the AFC North. It's disgusting. The the NFC North is Detroit you know all these years we've been watching them play these meaningless Thanksgiving games. They may have the North all but cleaned up this year when they play on Thanksgiving. How wild is that? <laughs> Might be like already wrapped up they they going to win the division. But thanks. Oh gosh! I mean, look That'd at be a tr- I couldn't live in that world. They have easily the best quarterback, easily the best offensive line, easily the best pass rusher. Got a better runner back, running back at the moment. I like David Montgomery. He's cooking. And I don't know. If, I wouldn't say the best coach yet, but it's an argument. I mean, I think a lot of people will argue for him. I'd say Dan Campbell is definitely one or two. Goes him or O'Connell. So, I mean, Leah Lafleur wasn't looking, wasn't really in his bag last night either. So that's fair. Um, yeah, Detroit. I like that though. Otherwise, that's that's a good take. Yeah, it was a great take. It's my first take. It's all because of the last night's performance. It's I'm so happy. That was the best thing about, I guess, the entire weekend was watching the Packers lose in heartbreaking fashion to Josh McDaniel stupidity too. It was best. It was so great. Trying to give it Josh McDaniels and Jordan Love were trying to give that game back and forth last night. That was that was ugly. Uh was very disappointed in Jordan Love last night. Not giving up on him yet, but uh it isn't looking great. <laughs> uh, nah, you gotta give up soon. I'm gonna tell you that now, Colby. Yeah, well, we'll see. <laughs> um okay, well, so my first one was gonna be the AFC North one, but we basically it was basically the same as yours. So I'll just give you a different one for my first one. And I'll just say um, Desmond Ritter bandwagon, question mark, not completely dead. Because he was – I watched that game. Like, I was obviously mostly watching the Steelers, but I had that one up too. And, like, he was – that was easily the best he's ever played. He he was really making plays. Um, he made some good throws. We saw what the Texans did at Pittsburgh and Jacksonville. Um Desmond Ritter bandwagon, the takeaway is uh, we're not officially back on the road, but we have called AAA, and they are out there helping us. The bandwagon is getting its necessary repairs are being made. If we get another good game, we're, we're back on the road. We may have given up on him too soon. You never know. Young quarterbacks are just so up and down, man. That's a good one. I mean, and the thing is, is like that team is also just really run heavy. So who knows if this is – Maybe this is as good as a game as it gets for him, or maybe there's more to come, you know. So I, I like it. Is it alive? I even texted you it, like you even said it. This is Wig, this is Ritter's best game. 
and so far and i'm like i watched the highlights i was impressed there was a couple of questionable ones like when b john robinson saved the ball off his hip and everything i think uh that was a questionable one but it was still cool to watch not gonna lie not gonna lie Happy. so go ahead sorry keep going I was about to say, no, that, that was pretty much about it. I mean, so these guys, they just came out. I mean, Desmond Ritter, they, he finally hit up his stars. I mean, I was watching the highlights, like I said. They found Kyle Pitts, not in the red zone, but he did hit him up for a couple of big plays. And uh, he also found London on big plays. So guys that were just completely absent last week um, definitely found their mark. So I guess maybe maybe what it took was a little, you know, Mac Hollins yelling at the sideline, you know, jumping i guess not really y- jumping yelling but yeah jump jumping uh, up at him i don't know what it was but yeah just needed a little spark to get the get the receiving game going no yeah i agree with you on that yeah you're right like the, the biggest thing was like he was throwing it down the field with confidence so like he was actually he had over 300 yards he cl- executed the two-minute drill flawlessly actually at the end of the game his last drive was terrific um, and yeah, he actually threw it to their good players that they spent those high draft picks on. And they were like, Whoa, what do you know? Yeah. And he threw it you to good players, they get yards. Yeah, well, you know, that's why I'm like, well, well, that's why I was like, we'll see. I like, but I do like it, Colby. I do like it. Um, right for mine, takeaway here, number two, because it's a good one to tail off of the Falcons. You ready? All right, Saints Falcons, impressive, but. They're not my bucks. Ah, I'm sorry. One week off of Baker, and he still had a big week, folks. So let me tell you, his Sooners won against Texas. He was on ESPN over there shooting the boomer Sooner gun, whatever it is. Um, but, he, I mean, the Falcons and Saints, back to these guys, they did put up great games, like you mentioned, Colby, uh, this weekend. I have to give them credit. It was pretty impressive. I mean, the Saints held to the Patriots to nothing at the Patriots field. Um yeah, I was about to say it's impressive, but it's not my Bucks, man. I still like Baker and the Bucks more in the NFC South. All right, I think that's a good one. NFC South actually, uh, pretty pretty good. I, I have no problem with that. Baker is obviously to this point better than Desmond Ritter. That's not arguable. So I think that's very fair. Um, okay, my my takeaway, second takeaway, Justin Fields back. No. Question mark is Justin Fields did him being like, yeah, my coaches suck actually help save his career because uh, I mean he played two awful pass defenses, but he was terrific. Oh, he's Various people already start having the conversation like they might they could get the number one pick without even tanking from the Panthers. Like he's got a lot to prove. Uh, this is the last gasp of hope for Justin Fields. But I actually think maybe he's back. I don't know. It's going to be tough to sustain. But if he keeps playing like this and just playing free and looking like he did in his best moments and wins a few more games, who knows? Might be back. Might be back. I mean, he does play another. He like I was like you said, he played against two uh, not the best pass defenses. He's going to get another one in the Minnesota Vikings. Um, we'll see how that goes for him. But, uh, yeah, I was about to say, maybe Fields is back. They got two straight went back to well, – they got a big win and two big performances, like you said. Chase Claypool, Colby, letting him get out the door for two weeks straight has uh, seemed to work out pretty well for him as well, maybe. Maybe it cleared up room for, I don't know, 
just a clear clear door a wide open window i don't know what else to say uh to dj more because they finally realized these past two weeks that throwing it to the guy that you did trade for it's gonna be worth it it can be worth it so that's probably i think the biggest thing is this how how far can this dj more connection and justin fields go no that's true yeah because dj Moore is a beast that is yeah um they're still obviously not going to touch the lions but you know could they could they catch uh catch you guys this is a big game probably. we'll see yeah it's a good that's what i'm saying it's a big one next week it's a great <laughs> little uh teaser for it all right let's see here my next takeaway my third one is actually going to tail off of the patriots game again it's Home field matters, question mark. Um, last t- Thursday on the show, I came on here and I doubted a lot of home teams. The only home team I backed, I think, was the Colts. Yeah, the only home team I backed was the Colts. But so, and they barely scraped by with a great Gardner Minshew performance, folks. Let me tell you something. Jonathan Taylor came back, sure. Anthony Andrew Richardson went down, sadly. Um, he's going to be out for a few weeks. But Gardner, baby, He's going to get the job done, I think, Colby. I think he's going to keep the Colts relevant. That's this job. He just has to keep them relevant. I, one right. take I was going to say was Gardner Minshew Colts more dangerous than the Anthony Richardson Colts because I think that potentially might be true just because he's so much more experienced. And, uh, not only experienced, but he was with – um, what's it called? Shane Steichen, right? There you go. He was with him last season with the Eagles. Yeah. So this is his second year under the offense. That's true. No, yeah, I mean, he's been terrific. Every time he's been thrown in there, he's been awesome. So credit to him. Yeah, and credit to your Steelers and your and the Falcons, man. Like, again, giving Falcons more credit. But, I mean, credit to your Steelers beating the Ravens and the AFC North rivalry that I did say I disrespected. I didn't remember everyone. Christian said he respected it. I said, what is that? And everything. I joked it and – uh I paid the price for it. We'll find you'll see the price on Thursday, folks. But uh, we definitely paid the price for it. So, <laughs> um, yeah, home field matters. Question mark, and the question mark is the Patriots and Bill Belichick <laughs> just blowing it. Uh, I mean, just stinking the bed. I felt that so great insane. about that. It's my one-one lock. Patriots plus one. They would have needed thirty-five more points to uh, cover that one. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, hey, out of all the locks to have, that would that one would be the worst one for you. Oh, I it's still want the week. Yeah, you still had a great week. That's what I'm saying. It's not that bad. It's, not that, it's actually funny. But um, crazier stat, Lighthouse games at New England, 0-3. <laughs> Is the Lighthouse a curse? That's just a, just a no. little – we'll find out. I think Mac Jones is the curse. And also <laughs> Belichick. Being the GM. Do you, does he deserve to be called Mac Jones anymore, Colby? Do you have do you think you should start calling McCorkle like some people in the media have done? I mean, it's okay. I kind of like they call him mediocre Mac, but actually that's too generous. He's like the worst quarterback in the league right at this moment. Um so just call him by his regular name, McCorkle now. McCorkle I, Jones. I guess. I just <laughs> call him Mac Jones still. I don't think calling him Mac Jones is any high praise. Like I've never, I didn't like him as a prospect. I thought he's better than I, he, I even thought he would be with NFL, and he hasn't been. Now he's like uh, kind of flaming out. So, 
the way just you you expected it. All right, Cole. What's your third one? All right, third one. Okay. Um. So I went back and forth on a couple of these. I thought about the Minshew one, but for my third one, I'm gonna say the Cowboys. Not even the third best team in the NFC. Like, I think could they be fifth? Are Seattle and Detroit both better than the Cowboys? Because I think that's very possible. Um, everyone's because we've all been thinking, myself included, really, it's a three-team race in the NFC, really for the top. Maybe that was generous to the Cowboys. And I don't. I think Detroit would beat Dallas if they played today. Honestly, I feel pretty good about that. I don't even know if they play this year or not. Um, I'll look that up. But I think Detroit would beat them. And Seattle. Obviously could beat them. I trust just Pete Carroll in Seattle so much more than Mike McCarthy in Dallas. Well, that's a spicy one, right? To say Seattle, I feel like that one is the only one that made me hesitate, to be honest. But with the Lions, oh, yeah. They're, they're, the Lions got them. I, I think the Lions got them for sure. They do play them both. They play oh. Seattle on a Thursday. Oh, um, That's good. That's a good game. Oh, that's Thanksgiving. They play. Oh no, it's not. I'm an idiot. That's uh the the week after Thanksgiving. They play Seattle on Thursday night, and then they play Detroit in Week 17 on Saturday night. Oh, so, that could have some implication. But yeah, that's gonna be a pretty electric game. Honestly, that's gonna have some playoff implications. But uh, at the moment, I'm gonna say, uh, just from based off that take, real quick about the Cowboys in fifth. I'm going to list them off real quick. You got the Eagles, 49ers, the Lions that we both agreed on. I think it's a toss-up with Seattle just because of how their O-line is right now. I think it's a little banged up and everything, but I think they would still defensively cause Dak some problems. Um, Corners are crazy. Is there another team that we're missing there, Colby? Will Dallas be right there after them? Yeah, no, no one else. I don't think the Rams are there yet. No, no, they're two and three. And the same with Baker New Orleans. You can't trust New Orleans because they've say Baker. Off. Did we say Baker and the Bucks? No, not yet. The Bucks roster just doesn't stack up with those other teams. Still, that's why I'll be surprised if Baker can keep. I mean, they ball. got Super Bowl winners on that roster. That's true, they do, but I just they're not as deep. They just don't have the depth of the other of the team, the rest of those teams. They're the only ones that haven't even have a case. No one else is even close. The Saints, you cannot trust whatsoever. Oh no! And no one else is even. No one else would have any case whatsoever. Either. I agree. I agree. Well, there you go. All right, that's a good. That's a good one. Our Cowboys fifth. I think that's pretty accurate right now, Colby. It's a good one. I, I I'd agree. I would agree I right now. To, they they miss Kellen Moore. I think. We'll see. We'll see. I mean, the Chargers had a bye week, so we'll see how. Oh yeah, that's the revenge game. That's right. I forgot. Oh, this is gonna be a great Thursday. Oh, yeah. So you got Justin Herbert and Kellen Moore a week off. We'll see how they do. Can they can they keep up with Brandon Staley's uh, stupidity? Is it enough? Um. All right. My fourth one. Speaking of the AFC Colby, it's called mine is called AFC Reminders as the big names from last year's playoffs made big made big games. We got the Jags. I put a question mark on them just because uh, they burned me too many times, not only in real life, but in fantasy as well. I got the Dolphins. I got the Chiefs. And then there's the Bengals with another question mark, Colby, that they did remind us. That was a big performance by them against the Cardinals. So we doubted them and they reminded us who they were. 
that is uh that is my number four or takeaway um that's a pretty good one um i will push back on miami a little bit because even though they beat the giants pretty easily i still feel like miami kind of get got can get got um if you can like contain the outside a little bit and physical with them beat them up like i don't think miami like they obviously look like one of the best teams right now and i still think they'll be in the playoffs i think they're much better than i thought they were obviously but i still think they're very gettable so i don't know that i trust i still don't trust miami as good as they are but i still think they're a very good team um the rest yeah the bengals and the bengals also play the cardinals so let's not go too crazy for as much as we love the cardinals and how hard they fight they are one and four so um and they still have to play four more afc north defenses four more times they've played afc north defense with uh I just need to see against some better teams. Their stretch, their next three games, I'll say, will determine their season because they play Seattle this week. Then they play, um, oh, why am I blanking? Someone, oh, they play Buffalo in one of the next three. I think that's after. Or no, they play the Niners. So it's Seattle, Niners, Buffalo is their next three games. <laughs> so we're about to find out. That's potentially correct. Chiefs, Jags, yes. Check, check. Check on the Jags. Okay. I was about to say that was my other question mark. Yeah, they're, gonna, team, they're still going to win that division. Or the Jags are back. They'll be fine. I was about to say they better be, man. They better be. And maybe it was just uh, like I mentioned earlier, home field matters. Question mark. Yeah. London. All right. Yeah, that London home field advantage staying over actually mattered because guess what? The Bills players were complaining about that turf. They were complaining about the field. The Jags, uh, the Jags, they were there. They knew what was coming. So, yeah. All right, Cole, what do you got for your four? All right, that's a good one. Oh, fourth, burning low here. We've hit, we've hit on a lot of these. Um, my Mine, one, one I had is kind of similar to some we've done, but it's an, another division one, just generally about the NFC South. Actually a lot better than we thought besides the Panthers. The rest of those teams, even though they're not great, pretty respectable at least. Like they could easily get two, they could get two playoff teams in. That'll be the statement. I think very, very on the board, they'll get two in, which is crazy. Not guaranteed, but certainly very possible. And I would I would actually say I think they do at this point. The way the NFC is tailing out to be, yeah. I was about to say, they might actually be able to sneak two in. Not three, I agree. Um, oh, wait, three, no chance. They want all three get in. I was about to say, I just think the Saints and the Cowboys will take the other one. So I think you will see two from each division, but the North, to be honest, yeah, that's I why. I mean, the North stinking eggs is really, is really what it is. All right, Cole, okay. you ready for my last one? Ready. I'll call this one the coaches going away ball. Oh, and, and I love it. Coaches that are pretty much on my proverbial hot seat, or they're just having a tough time, and they're just, you know, they're at the ball, and they just need to dance it out. First one on the bat is going to be the Cowboys, the Patriots. The Packers, Titans, the Giants, and the Ravens. All the coach, all these coaches. There's some of them are pretty historic Super Bowl winners. If you're talking about, I don't know, Bill Belichick losing by 38 at home, good. the Cowboys losing by 30 on prime time. Niners, but not good. <laughs> uh, let's see the Giants. Coach Brian Dable, Coach of the Year. What happened to that? Colby, your Mike Rabel. 
He's struggling, man. He's got an aging run, Tannehill, and Derrick Henry is just uh he's hit that 30. He hit that th- he hit the mark, man. It, something's happened. He's not the same. Still a big dude, but he's stopping. He's folding up. I don't know if you saw their last game, man. He folded at the one yard line. So <clears throat> and then of course Harbaugh, another Super Bowl coach, losing to the Steelers, who I had expected the Ravens to go in and take care of business, but instead. I should have respected a rivalry. So that is the coach's ball, Colby. Wow. That's a very prestigious coach's ball. You're certainly right about that. Um, ah, I mean, I think you're overreacting on most of those. Belichick, yes, a lot of pressure. I think Belichick, this potentially might be his last year, not necessarily because he can't coach anymore, even though it's been bad, but just because you cannot let him, the Patriots cannot let him continue to be the GM. He's bad at it. He's as great as he is a coach. He's not good at the GM part. He's just not. So the, if he won't give up that power, then I think it's very likely he's out the door. Um, McCarthy, yes, obviously has pressure if they continue to come up short in the playoffs. The rest of those guys know. John Harbaugh, cut him some slack for losing that game. It's the Steelers-Ravens. Anyone else would be – other franchises would be kissing their ble- blessings just to be a part of that prestigious rivalry that's – disgusting every time but it's just prestigious i mean he said there's a clip of him and tomlin talking before the game and Tomlin was talking about he's like i remember like the first couple times we faced you where we were talking about like our kids what they were gonna be for halloween and stuff and now like they're all adults basically because todd they've been coaching against each other so long all these years so harbaugh no he's fine um dayball it's not great but i think People don't think he's the biggest problem, even though he's regressed also. Um, and I'm, who else am I missing? I think everyone else there is fine. It is uh, your boy, Rabel. Oh, yeah. Rabel. In the floor. Small dude. That team, they have old and a mix of – that's a rebuilding roster. He's still got him scrapping as hard as he can. His guys just aren't what they used to be. It's, no. Rabel is fine. That's why I'm saying he's sad. He's just sad. He's dancing oh, well, at the Oh, yeah. Conference. He probably is sad. That's what I'm saying. Remember, some of these coaches are just sad. Other oh. ones like oh, Lafleur over here. That's oh. the other one you danced oh. around there. You 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 just danced around that guy right there. How about yeah. your boy Lafleur? Well, didn't say him, but Lafleur. Yeah, I mean he's he's not on. I think he's, he is on this list. He doesn't. He uh, loves his dance partner and showing love right now. He's gonna need just partner to uh, clean it up a little bit. This dance. Um. She's getting a little sloppy. Okay. Yeah, I, I like that. <laughs> All right, Colby. And what's your last takeaway for this uh, week five action? Week, week five takeaways. Oh, man. We went through so many of them. Last one. Hmm. I mean, I'll just say, like, Arizona is just so weird. Like, the situation that they're in. And it's fascinating, actually, because even though they're one and four, like they've been competitive in almost all their games. Now, they didn't look great against the Bengals this week. Uh, So maybe they're fading. Their roster isn't great, but they've got some guys. And Josh Dobbs, mostly, he didn't play great this week, but had been playing out of his mind. Kyler Murray situation. They still have two first round draft picks, even though it's looking like they, I mean, they could still get Caleb easily. it's so early. It's just a bizarre situation, and it's fascinating. It's good for them, ultimately, I think. 
it's not like a bad situation. It's just kind of bizarre. It is. It is. They they they're just playing hard, dude. And I think it's just because I think we all underestimated uh Gannon coming in there and everything. I think we just underestimated what he can do and everything especially when you see all the memes about him and everything he's had a couple of awkward memes awkward situations before the season started during preseason and then here we are we haven't heard jack about his awkwardness from the arizona we haven't seen it we haven't heard it it's been pretty smooth sailings over there i mean it's like they they know where they're at right now and they're just playing with, with what they got i can tell you even in four games five games that he's lost for him that he's a better coach than cliff I mean, Cliff Kingsbury had a losing record at Texas Tech. Won eight games with Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> I think the real test, Colby, will be, what is it? Is it in December, I think it is? December is when Kyler Murray is going to be back, and that's when he struggles playing football games. You can't win a game in December yeah, or something I'm not like that. he's going to play at all this year. We'll see. You think so? I mean, it depends. I don't know, man. It's so weird. That's why. It is weird. Yeah. You got to incorporate that because we're only a few weeks out, I want to say. We're already at week five. We already finished week five. I want to say we're only like five more weeks max out from Kyler Murray maybe potentially coming back. That is true. Knock some rust off, man. Prove to the public that you're not just a gamer. Kyler Murray has to be secretly. I mean, I don't want to like say he's rooting for his team to lose, but he's definitely – Probably rooting for Josh Dobbs to quit looking so awesome. And he wasn't awesome this week. Uh, but <laughs> anyways, it's just so weird. it'll be fascinating to see what they do in the offseason. Yeah, it'll be, it'll be interesting. They're definitely a team to be interested in. All right. So that is our five statements from week five. I thought that was good. Week five, five statements. That's pretty, pretty fantastic. Pretty, pretty, uh, pretty coincidental. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. All right. So before we go, uh, I got one little game for us to play here. One little segment. Uh, I'm going to say your segment right now. But so this is just a very simple, just something because we always, you know, quarter, you know, I'm a quarterback obsessed. Um, and we talk about all these young guys a lot. So it's a very simple game. I'm just going to go through a list of quarterbacks, young quarterbacks. That's the criteria who are still unproven in their own ways, mostly all in the same way. Um, and you're just going to rank them in five criteria. So you're, I'm going to tell you the name. Your five options are definitely the guy, probably the guy, maybe the guy, probably not the guy, and definitely not the guy. So instead of like ranking one through five, it's more fun to do it that way. What was the last one? So it's the last one. I got the first four. Definitely not the guy. It's the last okay. one. <laughs> okay, gotcha. Okay, here we go. All right, so we got four minutes, so we'll start it. All right. Ready? Yes. All right, I'm going to start, I think, with a pretty easy one. Mac Jones. Probably not the guy. I think that's good. I would also, I would probably even say definitely not the guy at this point. I've never been a Mac Jones guy, so I'm probably biased, but... Yeah, I'm with you. We're mostly in agreement. I was a little more extreme than you. But, yeah, it's not going. It's not looking good for old Mac. Old McCorkle. I'm giving him. I'm giving them the one-year, the one-year favor and the fact that he's got he's to gotta get it together, man. No, it's just been terrible. So, but I'm going to say probably not. Give him a slight benefit of the doubt, just a slight one. 
All right. I like that one. All right. We'll do one more on this one. All right. A guy we've talked about a good bit. Another guy I find fascinating. Sam Howe and the Washington Commanders. How would you rank him on the guy scale? The guy meter. The guy will meter. Probably the guy. Probably. Wow. Okay. Probably the guy. I think Sam Howe, this is his second year. Um, Growing pains and everything. First real year starting. Um, And he's letting it rip, man. He lets it rip. He's fun to watch. Um, I think they're going to be, I think, without, depending on how they finish the season, which is, again, probably, that's what I'm already saying. I think probably, depending on how the season goes, he's probably going to stick around for another one, even if there's a coaching change. All right. I like that confidence. He has looked very good at times. I would be maybe the guy on him personally. Um, but I think he has a compelling case. He's fascinating. Like you said, he has a big arm. He moves well. He has the pedigree of a one time looked like he could have been a top pick in the draft and then just horrible regression. Um, he just also has some moments that are still so unproven. And the Buffalo game was just horrific. Uh, you can't unsee that completely. He, again, this game, he wasn't spectacular against the Bears, but he wasn't the biggest reason they lost. Um, he was bad in the first half. He can sling it around. He's far from the worst quarterback. He certainly looks better than some of the other names I'm going to list after him to this point. And he's obviously looked better than Mac. I would be maybe the guy. Right. That's fair. I mean, uh, I, I don't blame you in that rain game. Remember, we, we both had the commanders and they burned us there going against the Bills. So yeah, burned us bad. The commanders have burned us collectively as much, if not more than the, uh, any, than any other team. I so, think so, yeah. I would say as a unit. Individually, probably not, but as a team, the commanders, yeah. Maybe the Raiders, right up there. The Raiders have burned you a lot more than they've burned me. But well, not, I don't know, man. Burned me a little bit. I thought they were going to be good last year. I did. Yeah, I was about to say, they got you last year. This yeah. year, they got well, me. <laughs> most years, I don't trust them. All right. We're going to now go to a guy who doesn't fit the criteria as much as the rest of them but I think still deserves to be some appear on the guy meter the wealthiest of the bunch, Daniel Jones, because he did get paid, but they can also get out of it after next year. They're locked to him for this year, next year. They could eat the dead money if they really wanted to move him. Daniel Jones, after the start he's had, where is he on the guy meter Yes. Isn't he technically definitely just because of the money? No, no. But, but I'm saying, I'm saying so. Like, no, I know just because of the money. But on the guyometer, Colby, on yeah. the guyometer, yeah. I'm gonna go with a uh, definitely not. I think yeah. New York is sick of him. I'm, I think it's different. I think he's. Uh, <laughs> I think they've seen enough of him. I think <laughs> it's over. No, it's a it's a definitely not for me. Wow. Okay, I would say probably not. So, and I liked what he did last year, and I had faith in him this year. But uh, it's gone south quickly. It's obviously not all his fault, but he's not doing anything to help. He's certainly a very big part of the problem. Um, so, yeah, I would be probably not the guy. Maybe that's even generous. It's it's a rough spot. But, yeah, you're totally right about the New York part being sick of him. I work with a couple of Giants fans. They're <laughs> Daniel Jones. They're, they're, uh, they don't, like, hate him. They don't think he's, like, the worst person in the world. But they're, they, yeah, they don't love him. <laughs> 
<laughs> that's a that's a good way to put it. A nicer way to put it, I guess. All right. <laughs> Are you ready? I'll give, mm -hmm. you, I'll give you a layup here. Just a quick one. Layup. Brock Purdy. Definitely, yeah. Agree. Yeah. yeah. He's been phenomenal. It's Brocktober. He's uh, obviously, like, he's a terrific team around him. But he's still executing flawlessly. Um, and he makes actually does make it some good flows. Throws. He's definitely the guy, and he makes no money for a couple more years. Yeah, that's the best thing about it. That's why I think he's <laughs> definitely the guy. You got the money side in your favor for this franchise, at least, and uh, you're you haven't lost a game in the regular season, so there's no you're not losing your coach either. So you're going to be sticking with a team this good for probably quite some time. Yeah. All right. I like that. Okay. Now we'll get into some tougher ones. Um we'll go we'll go down down a division. We'll hit our guy, Desmond Ritter. Where is Desmond Ritter for five weeks on the guy o meter? Maybe. I'm gonna go maybe the guy. He is the perfect candidate for me in my eyes. A definite maybe. I mean, you said it's a tougher one, and it's already right off the bat. It's not a probably. It's not a probably not. It's a definite maybe for me. Okay, I actually agree with you. So maybe that wasn't as hard as I thought. I, I'm also maybe. I've seen, like I said, he is improved. Like, he was very good this week. He's had moments where I've liked him. Um, I forgot to say this earlier um, when I was talking, but about Desmond Ritter. He still, I don't believe, has lost a home game. Um, I'm pretty sure he hasn't lost a home game in, like, three years. Because that last year at Cincinnati, they were undefeated all regular season, so they never lost at home. And they were a juggernaut those last two years at Cincinnati. And I'm pretty sure he's not, not lost a home game for the Falcons. But I, I don't know that he's won a road game. <laughs> I think that's a very great point, because I was thinking about the Cincinnati part of it, too. Oh, and you mentioned it right off the bat. They were a juggernaut with him, so. May have won. Yeah, maybe. All right, yeah, I'm with you. But yeah, he he like he like moves. If you can get him throwing the ball down the field more accurately, like he did last week, he could certainly get things going this season with everything they have. Yeah, I was about to say they got the targets, man. They got the receivers. They just need to see if he has the arm to take it down there, you know. And we've seen it. We small sample size, given granted, but we've seen it only a couple of times, and this was the best one of those couple. Yeah, yeah. This year he's won all his home games, lost all his road games. They technically count London as a home game, but that's not a home game. That was a, literally a road game because the Jags are the home team. So we all know who's the who's the home team in London. Yeah, never lost, doesn't lose at home. Can't win on the road, doesn't lose at home. Okay, <laughs> all right. Let's stick in the NFC South. Actually, Bryce Young, five games in, the team is obviously horrible. He's little. He's already missed one game with an injury. Been a little better the last two weeks. Not that that's saying a lot. Where are you with Bryce Young on the guy meter That's a probably not for me right now. Ah. It's a probably it's a little it's a little rock. It's definitely rocky right now. I mean, it took Andy Dalton to show him how to use Adam Thielen and everything. Um yeah, I, I think it's a little rocky. I'm gonna go with I'm going to go with not, probably not the guy, um, just, you know, physicals and the fact that, yeah, it's going to take time and stuff, but they also have a very aggressive owner, you know? So, like, if it doesn't work out and they get embarrassed and they do end up having a one, 
number one pick just given up to the Bears. It's it's devastating as an as a franchise, you know. Like you can't even do anything to get it back. You can't do anything really. I mean, I'm sure they got like a whatever, you know. I don't know what they got in compensation, but um, yeah. Besides, well, the number one overall pick, duh. So yeah, I mean, they got this guy for that. So they would feel pretty bad. That's what I'm going with. Probably not. They need to get some dubs, and that's wow. the hardest stat right now for them to get at the moment. Yeah. I'll add to that just by saying I don't know if you've seen I don't think it's not officially confirmed, but there has there is like the buzz that uh Frank Reich wanted CJ Stroud and the owner wanted Bryce Young and overruled them. Which now is looking like, well, that was a bad decision. Um, I'm still a maybe for Bryce Young. Um, just because I'm cutting him some slack because that offensive roster is horrific. He has no weapons, his line is bad. Um, I'm gonna make if I'm making the he has Frank Reich, but he has nothing to work with. He can he's still made some throws. He's it's not like he's been completely shut out every game. He's been completely horrible, like Mac Jones and Daniel Jones have at times. He's obviously been bad, but there's at least still something there. I've never I never loved him to the size, but I'm still giving him a maybe just because there's nothing around him. had you know a certain skill set to keep them around you know like drew Brees was quick releasing that's why slant boy was a popular thing he had quick reads he was really good at that and bryce young he just hasn't really been able to show that as much yet all right i agree i like that okay Let's stick with the rookies we'll go to the afc anthony richardson out with an injured shoulder now. Shown had great moments, shown flashes. Where are you on the guy meter with Anthony Richardson? Anthony Richardson. Oh man, my favorite one that just I love them. I love the trailer that they did on Great Iron Heights with him. And it's just him yelling, Anthony Richardson. <laughs> I, I really love it. Um definitely <laughs> the guy. I think he is the guy. I think they love him in Indiana. Um I think they're. I think they're gonna. I think yeah, it sucks that he keeps getting injured, but he fits the offense. They already think that he's making. Everyone believes that he's making fireworks happen early. Um, I mean, yes, he's had a couple of uh, weird takeaways, but man, there's been some on the dot passes. I mean, we know what we've seen in Florida was ugly, Colby, but he's uh, he's writing a couple of wrongs for sure this season. No, I'm with you. I, I almost want to go probably the guy just because of the injuries, and he is running around playing reckless. He obviously has still a lot to develop. But, no, nah, he's he's definitely the guy just because of the ability, like you said. And he's been so much more accurate than I thought he would be. Like, compared to what he was, now that's just a tribute to Shane Steichen. It's starting to more and more 99% of quarterbacks, I think, is where you land in your coaching because, like, the, he's just – he was not accurate at all, really. And then they just – in Shane Steichen's system, this fits well. The upside is crazy. This is like the worst he's going to be in theory because it seems like he's super dedicated and he's going to continue to be in that scheme. But Steichen is terrific. He uh, He's definitely the guy. <laughs> Shane Steichen is definitely the coach. So I would probably say It's a good thing to say for Indiana, you know? Let's see how long they can keep this franchise quarterback around this time. It's been a while for them to be able to say that. I agree. All right, let's go to my guy now, Kenny Pickett. 
Mm. It's a lot there. Um, probably the guy. I can I can break I can break that to you right there. Probably the guy. Okay. I'm I'm not saying definitely, but I'm going to say probably just because good quarterbacks, man, know how to overcome terrible play calling from their offensive coordinator. You got to be able to make the read sometimes on the field, and he did it this week. It was amazing to see the memes of Matt Canada just being stunned when the team scored, and he's just like, and it's because it's he's just stunned in silence because guess what? Kenny Pickett made the change on the field, folks. <laughs> yeah. This man, this man said, "I'm tired of the check down." Do that Jordan, more. <laughs> go. <laughs> he sent Pickens on that go route and hit him with a dime. Oh my goodness. Um, I want to see more of that. If Kenny Pickett has the audacity to go out there and just keep making his own reads and have some confidence in letting it rip too when he does that. That's enough for me to put him in the definitely because it's not hard for for a quarterback to settle in in Pittsburgh. So right now, though, I'm going with probably the guy. Oh, I like it. I think I was worried of being too biased by saying probably the guy and that you may think you should be maybe, but I'm also probably the guy just because this has not been great, obviously. It's been average to bad most of the time. Um, but... I don't think it's his fault. He's not. It's not the pro. He's not the biggest problem. He's and he's gamer. He's clutch late in games. He has five game winning drives in seventeen starts, four fourth quarter comebacks. Um. So basically, in one season's worth of starts, five game winning drives. He's kind of the anti Kirk Cousins in that he sucks all game, but then in the big moments and the bright lights, that's when he balls out. Um. <laughs> He does <laughs> like to show up when the moment matters. He's kind of the anti. He doesn't show up before that. Uh, he's not going to be incredible every one o'clock slate. <laughs> so, hey, that's learned that from Big Ben, man. He learned that from Big Ben. Wow. Why did you guys lose to the Texans? It's a, yeah. <laughs> that's a, yeah. Anyways, all right. Probably the guy. I think that's the good. I I I like that. All right. Let's finish with. Um, well, there's a couple more in the NFC. We'll finish with the AFC guys, I'm pretty sure, unless I'm missing one. Um, Rolling back to the NFC. Okay. This one should be quick. CJ Stroud. Oh. Definitely the guy? Yeah. I'm going to go definitely the guy. Yeah. He's phenomenal. Working yeah. with nothing. I mean, he's working with nothing. Um, His receivers aren't nope. bad. His receivers aren't bad. Tank Dell and Nico Collins pretty good. Tank Dell got hurt, though. Working with nothing. Number. Okay. <laughs> so right. back, to, back to working with nothing. So back to – I mean, I like Nico. Don't get me wrong. Nico Collins, solid receiver. But I'm just saying, like, it's not really the big name that we all know. You know, like he, Tank Dell, I would love to hear become a top 10 receiver. I, I think that would be a cool one to have, or Nico in that matter. Like if they both can start cross, creating a grasp on that, especially when you have a quarterback like CJ Stroud, who is airing it out, giving it to his receivers and not turning it over. Yeah, no, I agree. Most passes to start a career now without a pick. CJ Stroud, record holder. Shout out. And you know, that. The best thing about it is he has a defensive coach, and you know he loves the hell out of that. He doesn't care if his quarterback punts the ball. He probably just doesn't want it to be turned over. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, shit. I mean, <laughs> like, I guarantee you, D'Amico Ryan's is sitting there like, damn, we we really struck out here. 
Yeah, no, that's that's awesome for the Texans. Um, all right, we're gonna finish in your division. Uh. Your two rivals, although not the biggest threats at the moment. All right, first we'll just get this one out of the way. My guy, Jordan Love. Where is he at on the Kyle meter? Off of his worst performance of his life by a mile. <laughs> you know, deep down, you know this is a bait. You know it is. And I, I want to slam it so hard and say definitely not the guy. But ask me this question in like week 10. <laughs> and I'll probably give you the definitive answer. But right now, it's sticky. I'm going to stick with probably not the guy. All right, I'll give you that. He is probably not the guy. <laughs> Still got the phrase in there that I like, not the guy. But, um, yeah, I think you just have to be so cushioned for him. I mean, I hear Alexander on my screen right now, actually, perfect timing, explaining how the defense needs to start stepping up. It's not a good sign when your defense says, we got to do some scoring to win games. Um I bet you they haven't been in that position in a long time. <laughs> so, so, yeah, I, I'm going to go ahead and say probably not the guy. Um, give him the benefit of the doubt. But, man, he him, he's just not looking good, man. Yeah, I've seen enough of him already. It's gross. I've seen him on uh, already a couple times when he comes in. It's just not, it's not great. You can't be losing to McDaniel's buffoonery. Oh, you can't. That was a bad look. Uh, yeah, he's, he's no, he may not be a, so he may be no Kenny Pickett, but, uh, you know, I'm still maybe the guy I'm not completely giving up on him after his worst moment. We've all had bad moments, um, you know, in our lives. So I don't want to just bury him for good after the worst game of his career. Having said that, like two weeks ago, I would have been probably the guy. Um, and now I'm definitely in the maybe zone. Uh, so I'll say maybe the guy, but if he doesn't bounce back strong, um, he, you're maybe right. <laughs> and perfect. Go ahead. No, that was my fault. That was my fault. Go ahead. <laughs> I was just gonna. Well, I was gonna get to the next one, so you can finish your Jordan Love comment. Oh, I was gonna say if it were asking me two weeks ago, I would have said probably not. Still, <laughs> that's why I said you could. You might be correct. Okay. Um. Last one, a fitting another weird situation with all the draft situations as well. Fix Justin Fields after his resurgence the last two games, after he looked like the worst quarterback in the league prior to that. Um, where's Justin Fields at on the guy meter? He can sit right handy dandy next to. Daniel Jones in the definitely not category. Ow. This man is still, guys, it took him how many weeks to win a football game? Almost the record breaking. They hit 16 weeks, right? No, the record 14, sorry. Hit 14. They didn't get the record. So, but they were they were closing in on it, man. And he is the quarterback of those. Um, let me just say. Justin Fields' stats can look all shiny and handy-dandy. This is the reason why I really want to see them this weekend. It's going to be two very atrocious NFC North teams duking it out. The classic. Um, And everything. And I think Justin Fields, he's going to run around like he always does. He's going to make a couple of bad decisions. That's going to cost 
you know, that's going to give Vikings some good upper hand. And then that's where all his games go. It's a Tennessee. He's only won like a handful. He still hasn't even gotten into the double digits of winning Colby. And it's his third season. You know that? <laughs> like literally, I think it's only like what? Six? Six total? Yeah, no, it's six. That's a very fair, legitimate argument. Is it six? So, and I know that's not, I, I, when I say it out loud, it's definitely not fair for me to put Daniel Jones right there. But like I said, New York hates you, buddy. And right now, Justin Fields just managed to fan the flames over to the coaching staff and win a game when it mattered. So, let's see. It's only been one week. I'm going to keep saying, I'm going to I'm gonna sit back and stick to my guns on the definitely not. This man has only won six games, Cole. Man. I may be way too nice, but I'm still a maybe. Dude, I'm sorry. I'm just still such a sucker for the physical upside. It's just crazy. The arm talent and the speed, when he's playing loose and free and, like, just making crazy plays like that, I'm sorry. It just sucks me. I just look at, like, maybe I've just watched too many Matt Canada offensive games. But I'm like, geez, this would be nice. Like, can you imagine, like, a player being able to just go off like that? I mean, the Steelers haven't seen anything like that in three years. So maybe that's why. But I just think the ups – I mean, listen, the these last couple of weeks have gotten me from probably not into maybe um, and teetering on definitely not with how bad it started. And the Caleb Williams situation looming over this obviously could flip it dramatically because even if he does play better down the stretch, you're really not going to draft Caleb Williams – uh, so that you can play Justin Fields, like no, you're probably gonna get rid of Justin Fields. Um, so that's his challenge. He's got to play his way out of making sure they don't have the worst record, and he better hope and pray that Carolina also somehow doesn't have the worst record. <laughs> yeah, that's that's for him though. I mean, we'll see what the rest of Bears uh, Bears country thinks. All right, I believe that's the list. I don't think I'm missing any young quarterbacks. I think you got them all, Cole. I think you do. Jared Goff and uh, Kirk Cousins are pretty well up there. Um, top 10 quarterback with ease. Easily, yeah. Definitely the guy. I think he's due for an extension. Um, oh, yeah. yeah, people thought that was – that. myself included, honestly, thought that was just going to be a wash part of the rebuild. He, he thought he'd get paid. <laughs> he deserves it too. Yeah. So I think, I think that is everyone, Cole, yeah. Yeah, no. All right. So, if that is everyone, it is time, Colby, as the clock is starting to get closer and closer to 11. And this was supposed to be a quick one. So, what is it time for? It's time for final thoughts. Take it away. All right. Final thoughts. I'll, I'll swing it to basketball like I like to. Um, the Western Conference this year is just going to be, a, this might be the most competitive regular season you've seen in years because of the Western Conference. I was looking, Jay, when someone put an image on Twitter, I was like, this is wild. And it was like three of these teams will miss the playoffs. There's only like 11 teams in the West that should be pretty good. You got Denver, just to go quick, Denver, Phoenix, Lakers, Kings, Warriors. That's five. You got Clippers, which they're a hospital team, but we'll see. You got the Timberwolves. You got the Pelicans. You got OKC. You got I'm missing two. There's two more. Who am I missing? Uh, Memphis. Oh, I forgot about Memphis. You got Memphis. Like they're gonna be around. And Dallas with Luca and Kyrie. 
That's 11 teams that are like going to be legitimately trying to win. Not that everyone doesn't try to win every night, but like they have a real case that they have like playoff caliber talent, playoff caliber teams. And they only eight get in. So th- this play, this is going to be some crazy playing games in the West. It's going to be a wild ride of a season. That's what I say. The West is always going to be wild, Kobe, and it's going to be fun NBA segments in the future as we get closer to that. I agree. It's going to be getting, it's getting good. It's revving up. It's heating up. Whatever way you want to call it, folks. Um, my last final thought. It's going to be a slightly, slightly sad one, but also got a little good news, folks. Don't worry. Slightly sad. So it's a two-parter here. First part is, O's. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. It's uh, I think it's over. Uh, they are down one seven at Texas, oh. down two games in the series. Um, it's heartbreaking. It is heartbreaking. It is. They, I just want to say though, I love this team so much. Thank you for the memories of just getting us to the playoffs. Just the hype of just clinching. I think is just good enough for me right now. I'll take all the jokes and everything coming after. But I'm really excited to see what this team does in the future. And speaking of future, as we hit the first day of the NHL, Carter Bednar, he's playing two and two. The Blackhawks are tied right now, and he's got an assist. And I know our friend and uh, our dear friend Christian, he has him on his right now hockey do list that he dropped in our group chat. Oh, so, wow. Hockey do list. That's wild. not really a, it's a little fun way of me putting it, but yeah. So I'm right there. I'm watching. I'm excited to see the new prodigy come out onto the ice because I think he could have some potential to be dealing up some good stuff, Colby. That is some good stuff. I'm going to final, final thought you just off the prodigy thing. Did you see Wembenyama in his preseason game? Oh, bully Chet Holgrim. Not just that, but just like all of the high. He's absurd. He's going to be ridiculous. He's just doing things that not like no one else physically can do. He's ridiculous defensively. He, he might be one of the five best defensive players in the league from the jump. He probably will be the yeah. best defensive player very quickly. Just because how far he can extend and reach, he's ridiculous. Never I'm going to see him play against AD. It's going to be wild. Anyways, that was some good stuff. Thank you for listening to the CJJC Show. Whenever you want more biased takes, go on over to our social media pages, Spotify, or wherever you can probably find a podcast, if we have it up. And if we do, thank you for following us on social media. And besides that, have a good one, y'all.